final hour fist pump time on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Sean Sharif, Ralph James Choppy. We got Peyton running things along with Ryan in the back live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Thank you for being a Tolo, especially right now if you are on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate you turning it on and leaving it on. There's one job left after the Seattle Seahawks said, no thank you, Dan Quinn. We're hiring Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. McDonald, of course, going through that Baltimore system, uh, working with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan for a second. Man, I would love for someone at some point in time in my life to have this job referral quote about me. Listen to Patrick Queen, who Bobby brought up yesterday, maybe for the Cowboys. Listen to what he said about the new Seahawks coach. I think McDonald is the best candidate out there right now. I don't think anyone does it like him. Nobody cares like him. No one will do what he does. He will not rest until he has everything right. Whoever gets him, if he leaves, they're getting the best candidate. The guy is all around just the best person I've ever been around, coach-wise and person-wise. He really cares and truly cares about the players, the people around the organization, and the fans. So a hell of an endorsement from Patrick Queen about the Seahawks' new head coach, who is the youngest head coach now in the NFL? Mm, man, wonder uh, wonder if he knows who Michael McDonald is. I doubt it. Hope he does. I hope he does. Peyton has no idea. No, no idea. Not Ronald McDonald either. Mike Bassick. Um, and now there's one opening left, and that would be with the Commanders. And in DC, the sense you get is they're starting to freak out and panic a little bit that they may have to settle for Dan Quinn. Hmm. Now settle. My question, would it be a settle? You're a Commanders fan? How you how you viewing that with excitement? I would find that as... Uh, I, I find it a little, a little boring. Yeah. Uh, for one, I think when you have the second pick of the draft and you're going to take a quarterback, I, I, I generally want to pair that with an offensive guy. Right, I think that's the easiest way for the trade, unless the guy is is like some absolute all time great. Whoever John Elway went to, he was to be fine. It was it was Reeves the coach there? I think when when Elway got there, when we first got there, mm-hmm. uh, it may not have been, but you know, you go Manning, you go there. I don't know who they go with. Patrick Mahomes, if Andy Reid was a defensive coach, I think Mahomes would have been fine. I mean, it may not have had the same exact start because Andy's great. But generally, you're going to be okay. You have no idea about Drake May. He he's not like this legendary prospect, so we don't know. But I would I would think you would want an offensive coach. So now the question is for the Tolos: Do you want Dan Quinn to get the DC job? What would you say the ratio is on the truckmark.com text line? I, a lot of people said they want to keep him. Really, like, like they'd be happy with Dan, you know, coming back. And, and listen, we are late in the game now. Uh, now, your option, you still have Wink. Wink's still out there. Mike Zimmer. Ron Mike Rev- Zimmer's still out there. Ron Rivera's out there. Ron is out there, too. You can promote um, Joe Witt. You can do these other things. Jason Garrett. My Jason Garrett's out there. Not not exactly defense. I think but. I'd rather have Jason coach defense than offense. There you go. I prefer that. Matt Patricia style. Yeah. I mean, his his offense was the, the best defense for other teams. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to think here. Like, I'd be fine with it. I'm my, not totally opposed with hatred towards... Dan Quinn. He did do he did turn around the, the Cowboys defense over the last three years. He's been, you know, a a top five scoring defense. Is 
the inability to stop the run on Dan Quinn? Is it more on personnel? Is it a mixture of all of them? Um, do we give him a break in that Green Bay game for playing off in zone? Because he knew that Deron Bland or Stephon Gilmore were going to get torched by Jordan Love and those receivers. I don't know. You can do much worse than Dan Quinn. He has done a very nice job here. If you brought in Mike Zimmer, Wink Martindale, I would not be upset with that. Here's my issue with Zimmer. And he was here. I covered him. He was, he was, he was tremendous as a coach, as a defensive coach. He got let go from Minnesota after the 2021 season. He has not coached in the NFL since. Yeah. He was an analyst for Jackson State with Dion in 2022, like a consultant. Okay. Right? One of those do-nothing jobs. Right. Nobody has hired Mike Zimmer as a defensive coordinator since he was let go. Like that, I don't know, right? Like what is that? Well, it may, it may mean he doesn't want a job as a D.C., or it may mean he wanted to take time off. Right. Or it may mean he was getting paid still from Minnesota and he was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to live on a beach. Or it may mean that nobody called. Right. And we don't know. We don't know. Like, and I think we kind of confuse these two. Like, uh, Rich Bisaccia didn't get the job as the Raiders head coach when he filled in. Yeah. And nobody's hired Rich. Now, did they fail because they fired, you know, didn't hire Rich? Or was it just Josh McDaniel stunk, right? But, like, nobody hired Rich. So the, as a head coach. As a head coach. So should, it, should the Raiders be kicking themselves that they didn't hire Rich Versace when nobody else gave him an opportunity? Right. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. So one possibility left. I haven't heard many other names. It's sounding like a Dan Quinn settle. And then what would the Cowboys do? Let us know, 877-881-1053. More and more smoke is starting to billow around Micah Parsons. And he finally... Talked after the Green Bay embarrassment. And uh, he said, well, why did I skip out? Why didn't I talk? My media responsibilities, you know, I was just so crushed. And it was embarrassing. And Micah wants to let you know he takes these losses like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant because he's that lion. He's got that dog mentality. Um, And as I mentioned earlier in the show, KMC, Bassick have talked a lot about leaving your teammates there, hanging them out to dry to go ahead and talk. I think you can do that once. Maybe you can do that twice. But it's gotten old. That 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 pass has expired for me when it comes to letting Mike off the hook because he just cares, and he's just so much more passionate. And now everyone is picking apart whether Micah is throwing everyone else under the bus. And here's Parsons being asked about his performance in that Green Bay game. Is he calling out the rest of the 10 guys around him? I'm at complete peace. You know, yeah, and, and I say that because... I don't think I could have done anything more to try to uh, win that game. And, and that comes to watching film with the other guys in the room, saying what I'm seeing, being vocal out there on the field. Um, I was completely at peace because I know I don't have no regrets about how I performed or what I put into the game. Okay. I'm not taking that as Micah calling everyone else out. He's saying – I think I did my job, but that's not a call out. Now, statistics, analytics, whatever you want to call it, would disagree, saying this could be the worst game of his three years in the league. One quarterback pressure, one quarterback hit on 19 pass rushes, his lowest pressure rate in a game of his career, according to the next gen. His only pressure came when he was unblocked, and the Packers' right tackle shut him out with no pressures in nine matchups. 
So that's getting blanked. And there's a reputation and a stigma being attached to Micah that he disappears in the second halves and the end of seasons. So I'm not going to blame him for calling out teammates right there. What about calling out the front office after responding to Jerry Jones' all-in comments at the Senior Bowl? You really see how much people care about the game of football and the culture and uh, the people you want around you when you say you want to build a Super Bowl championship team. And the truth about it, you know, and it sucks. And, you know, you know, sitting, sitting here, you know, they're talking about we're going all in this year, man. That's what I would hope for. You know, I'm 24 years old. I've been in this league, you know, three years, and i kind of seen it all. And uh, I hope that we go all in. I hope that we go out and get the players that we're missing because we didn't do that this year. You know, I hope that we challenge ourselves, become better, and become greater for us. We didn't do that this year. I mean, I think if you would ask Micah in the offseason, is Stephon Gilmore and Brandy Cooks going all in? He probably would have said yes, but that's him saying we, we, we did not go all in this year, and I hope we do it next year, like Jerry said. Yeah, I mean, they had $10 million of cap space basically this year, right? Like, that's 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 to say it's pretty close. Pretty close. They didn't sign anybody. Um, you know, they did, but they did like, they did make a trade for Brandon cooks and they did make a trade for Stephon, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. You gave it two fifths. Yeah. You gave it, you got good deals. We, 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 we applauded. Yeah. We, but it wasn't like that finishing piece. No. Scherzer attempt. No. Did they have the money for it though? That's the other question. Like, did they really have the cash uh, to go do it? Um, yeah, this year, what do they have? Right. They're, they're, they're 20 million over the cap right now. Are they really going to have the money to go do anything this year? What is all into Jerry Jones? Because they don't have right now the cash to go get massive pieces. They can make it work, but at what cost? Then Micah has another clip uh, where he's like, look, there's I can play linebacker, uh, Jesse Holly. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'll play anywhere, but I do what the coaches tell me to do. I, I do what plays are called and designed. So to me, that's like taking a little bit of shot at the coaching staff. And, look, the big question I'm asking about Micah Parsons is, are we overblowing typical superstar diva tendencies? Or is Michael, uh, Michael, is Micah, Jordan, is, uh, is, is, is Micah becoming an issue? What Jesse Holly said is being repeated by other people. What Jesse said about Micah not wanting to put in the work, doing his own thing. Maybe freelancing, maybe a little bit of selfish, selfishness. Mike is about Micah. That is not the first superstar that those things have been said about. So my big question for all this is, is this typical or is this a problem? There's people that duck out on press conferences. There's people who don't want to deal with the media. That mm-hmm. stuff happens with divas, with stars, with rock stars. It does. Uh, and that's what Micah Parsons is. I'm just trying to figure out whether it's going overboard or whether it's just Typical. It's, Before you pay him thirty-five mil, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. This is overboard. I mean, I think this is what he is. He's. He's. He's going to talk. He's got a podcast. That's. That's the reality of it. He's. Well, got I'm a, not. I don't even care about the podcast. No, I'm talking but, about what we're hearing behind the scenes. Well, I think when you when you hear stuff behind the scenes, what I hear behind the scenes worse than anything he's saying on the podcast. For sure, but what you hear beside behind the scenes at, at year three, when he's still on a rookie deal. Uh, that that's probably only going to get more magnified as as the money comes rolling in. 
you know, generally money just kind of exacerbates who you really are. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that that's absolutely what the norm is. I don't, I don't know that's a one one shot deal here. You worried about it? No, no, because I think there's 53 guys in there. Not all of them are going to be choir boys. A lot of them are going to have their issues. He doesn't have to be uh, the 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 best uh, teammate necessarily. He needs to be a, the best player. The other stuff kind of just gets thrown into it, and. This also could be one person's account, two people's account. You know, you could have three people that really think he's a terrible teammate. And you could have five people that think he's the greatest person ever. So it's like, who are you talking to? All right, so there it is. little recap of Inside the Star. Uh, do you want Dan Quinn back? And are you starting to worry about Micah Parsons just a little bit? Travis Kelsey told the truth. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers uh, says, lose my number. And does the goat have a dad bod? RJ Choppy saying this is giving hope to everyone else out there after what we saw yesterday from the GOAT possibly. That's next on The Fan. Choppy's daily moment of admiring uh, men in the sports world on television. Another one, Dave Canales on TV. I mean, just a, a little bit too much of a pointy chin, but a really good jawline, wonderful head of hair. Uh, just a tan, a mole, a properly placed mole on the face. <laughs> uh, Would you rather have a mole or a dimple? Mm. I think a dimple. Mm-hmm. I think a dimple. I think a dimple's more um, approachable. I think you're more, if you have good dimples, you're much more approachable. But you're cuter. The, yeah, you're mole, cuter. the mole could be hotter. Yeah, but like I think hot scares people off. Mm. You know, cute is like everybody. No, you would cute. rather be hot than cute. Yeah, you would, but but you know, I, I think cuteness can last longer. Okay. You know, hot, hot'll. I've seen some photos of. I mean, hot, hot, hot Wayne. Hot can turn on you, man. And of course, there is a uh, book written and recapped by the New York Post about Dave Canales, the new Panthers head coach, overcoming his secret life of porn addiction, binge drinking, cheating on his wife nonstop, and the couple wrote this book. Together, so good for him putting all that stuff out there. Man, uh, yeah, I love when people get over their troubles, over their problems. Uh, I don't like it when they're that good looking, though. That that generally is a problem. Yeah, he looks like a little bit of a rock star. Who was it yesterday at this time? Was it uh, was a quarterback at the Senior Bowl? You were going. Oh, crazy? Sam Hartman. Oh yeah. Oh, sexy right. Sammy, Sam Zaddy. Yeah, he's not even Sam Daddy. He's beyond that. And then you were checking out the, the uh, possible goat yesterday with his shirt off. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is getting a little bit of uh, heat for his dad bod. And I do wonder. Let's see if Ryan just put up the Dave Canales video on fan cam and Twitch. He's just trying to top himself. Let's see. This whole show. Let's see how quick he gets this Mahomes shot. All right, so this is uh, Patrick Mahomes shirtless. This was on. So they showed this photo. I can't believe the show's still on. Inside the NFL on Showtime. (laughs) Uh, So they showed this photo and... People on Twitter were pointing and saying, Belly Boy is alive and well in Kansas City. <laughs> and he is getting a little bit of heat for his dad bod. Yeah. And, you know, this is, is this, does this give Tony Romo and Luca a spot to say, hey, time to apologize to us. The goat has got a belly. And if you look at Patrick Mahomes, listen, <laughs> these are for a professional athlete, these are not big arms. These are, that's not a good. Delt bicep uh, separation. There is very little pec. Very little. And then 
I mean, that's a that's a that's a that's a fluffy stomach. It's on the fan cam. That's a fluffy, st- and that, that's fine for ninety nine percent of the people out there. But in the NFL locker room, I would argue to say he is probably in the bottom one percent of non offensive lineman physiques. I will say this: I saw him at a Maverick game earlier this year. Yeah, he's a lot bigger than you think, and I'm not talking about fat. Like you're like he's effing huge. Really? Yes. Like We're just tall? used to. He's tall and thick, and you're just like, oh, crap. Because, you know, when he's walking past basketball players, they look like they look like Minute Bowl yeah. next to him. You know, you're just like, so I understand that picture. But when it's, if you were next to him, you're like, that's a man right yeah. there. Like, that is a huge human being. Mahomes tweeted, yo, why they got to do me like that? Hashtag dad bod season. Yeah. But basket- he could have been caught in an inhale right there. That's, that's, a classic, no, that's a classic inhale. No, photo. that's an exhale. The the bottom belly's out a little bit. I think that's a classic exhale. But Mike, I need you to settle an all time argument between Choppy and I. You're the perfect one to do it. He and I have always argued about conditioning. I uh, and I'm like, okay, if CC Sabathia lost 20 pounds, it would be better for him. And Ch- and Luca, I've always said, right? It just more often than not, it's going to improve your conditioning and everything else. And Choppy, you've been opposite of that. You think it's overrated? Well, I've, I've just said like I don't necessarily equate like their body fat percentage with how good of shape they're in. Like you could be in really good shape, like Patrick, and look like Patrick Mahomes. One hundred percent. So I think sometimes we get caught up in looks, mm-hmm. and some people are kind of born with looks, but they don't have the cardio to really do anything or they look really good but they're honestly not really that strong and then a guy who doesn't look like he's in great cardio shape uh, or look like he's really strong fools you so I think you both have points I do think that yeah it would help especially in basketball at times to be lighter because of the pace of play but I do think sometimes we look at pitchers and go they're not in shape yeah and you go no no they can actually throw the ball 200 times and be just fine where a guy who looks leaner and everything is dying after pitch 50 or 60 because they're just not in shape to throw that many pitches even though their body looks like they should yeah. versus that body so you both I think you both have valid points well that's no fun <laughs> like Shaq Shaq later later Shaq, years he yeah. was he was he he, he was, was out of shape he was fat yeah he was Kobe was right yep uh, Shaq kept getting hurt, and he's like, I'm going to take the beginning of the season to get in shape, and the playoffs are when I need to be at my best. Kyrie looks like he's in the best shape of any um, Dallas Maverick, right? Yes. But yet his body can't handle 82 games of a season, not even close to 82 games. So you'd say, well, Kyrie must be doing everything right to prepare for a season, yet his body can't handle the season. I'm not saying he should get fatter, yeah. but I'm just saying Kyrie looks like he should have no problem with his weight and his stamina Playing every night, but literally he can only play about 40 to 55 games a year. But you also, right, you do believe you just have certain bodies that won't allow it, right? You, The way you respond to a getting your arm, elbow hit, a bruise is going to be different than me. 100%. That's the thing that nobody, that's why a doctor asks you. You can can never tell your pain. Nobody can ever say his, you just go, well, man, he must be able to handle pain more or is it not hurt that much? Because he's like, I'm fine, I'm okay. And then the other person, you're not sure. You're like, this seems less on an MRI, on me doing different strength uh, tests. He seems fine, but this person's like, I can't play for a month. And so that's pain threshold yeah, pain is something threshold. that you can't really tell in a person. Travis Kelsey on the New Heights pod with his brother, setting the record straight on some chop he had a problem with, had a problem with Mahomes and Kelsey. 
Travis, on what really happened between them and Justin Tucker. We're warming up, and we do our same warm-up every single time on our side of the field. For those of you that don't know what happens in pregames, the Ravens have their side of the field, and the Chiefs have our side of the field. Now, specialists, because of like the wind factor and yeah, they go to where both you are, sides they get, they get a chance to kick at, at both field goals and kind of punt from both sides of the field. But it's always... If you're if you're trying to go onto the other team's designated area, you kind of stay out of their way. You know, you you don't you don't interfere with what they have going on. That is the unwritten rule. That's the unwritten rule. If you want to be a <laughs> about it, you keep your helmet and your football and your <laughs> kicking tee right where the quarterbacks are warming up and they're yeah. dropping. Eyes are looking left and they got a, a helmet down by their feet. It's actually kind of dangerous, really. But like, if you're not going to pick that up, I'll happily move that for you. Justin came out and he said it was more of a joking gesture and kind of a fun competitive. And I get it. I mean, he was kind of winking at me, like being a dick about it, like trying to get under the skin. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. I get it, it but it got under me, skin and, a little me bit. and Pat, we were we've been having the same mentality for this game all week long, man. Yeah. And it was uh, you got to go in there and 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 have the right mind frame have yeah. the right mindset, and we just weren't in a joking mood. Um, we yep. were ready to get after it. And uh, so, Justin, sorry if we took it to a <laughs> level that you didn't think it'd get to that play, but if you're going to be a dick, I promise you, I can, <laughs> I can one-up you every time. I'm back. Team KC. Team KC. This is Justin Tucker's fault. I didn't understand. I love when players take us inside. That's yeah. why, you know, Bassick does a semi-decent job of doing it baseball-wise. Every now and then. But – I don't know where the kicker warms up and they're allowed to go on the opposite side of the field and 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 whether uh, you know if the kicker's allowed to go on that op- the, the 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 punter and the kicker are allowed to do it for conditions. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a gentleman's agreement. Gentleman's of, agreement. Just you know, yeah. you, you, But does that mean that Mahomes and Kelsey have right of first territory with their yeah. stuff or you're supposed to give the kicker that same exact spot. It sounded like Justin Tucker was needling them a little course, bit. Yeah, of course it did. Uh, yeah, he no abs- he was absolutely needling them. I still say that they would not have done that if that was Ray Lewis's helmet in his prime. Yeah, they, they well, would not- Ray wouldn't be warming up on their now, side Ray of the field. Would, Ray wouldn't have been. Uh, but you know, they, it's it's you know, you could pick on a kicker. You're you're you picked on a kicker who moonlights as an opera singer. Hmm. Like that's not tough. That's not yeah, but tough. it was I it, to me is Tucker's fault. Yes, it was. This Absolutely was Justin was. Tucker's fault. Absolutely was Tucker's fault. And, you know, the, the Chiefs, I mean, they're getting a lot of hate. They, they, we, the, the world has turned on them. For this? No, and just in general, right? Like, the world is like. Oh, yeah. They, we're become, tired of the dynasty. We're tired of them, yada, yada, yada. I'm not tired of them. I love. I love Neither is Mike with his hat. I, I love what they've got. I am not tired of the Chiefs. Uh, I'm, I love the Taylor Swift story. But I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Whatever they're, they look like, they're happy. Knock yourselves out, man. So I didn't realize get get those Taylor numbers, but I didn't realize that a lot of this Taylor hate. I I didn't even. This is where my wife says I'm naive, and this proves I hate and don't love following politics. I didn't realize that a lot of this could be because of politics. She's like a big time. Uh, she's uh, okay. So she has for the most part stayed out of politics until um, like 2020. Okay, but she's big time Democrat. She uh, endorsed uh, Biden for president. Okay. Other than that, she's not really d- 
done much. Is she like really outspoken, like comment about I Biden? I don't or? know that she's outspoken. I've seen some videos, like hidden videos that have been caught where she was talking about uh, COVID. Okay. Um. So like, and that was. So and, I didn't she was realize going Trump a little bit, but I, she's not. She's for the most part stayed out of it. Travis is completely stayed out. Tra- the problem is, is that Travis. People are conflating the fact that he did a uh, an advertisement for Pfizer right. for the vaccine that he is some pro-vax lib. Let me tell you something. If 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 Pfizer came to me and said, "Will you do a commercial for us?" I would say, "Absolutely." Right. Pay me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am for sale. <laughs> I am a thousand percent for sale. Yeah. And just it, like Bud Light, probably money whipped some people to go and try to save them. Yeah. Uh, like. I don't know if Peyton Manning loves was was it, it was Peyton was in a commercial Peyton, was trans the issue there that it was the, the, the trans endorsed, issue yeah the trans so I don't I, Peyton I'm, who as far as I know has been a long time like Republican uh, by the way which, uh, is he not a part owner in Bud Light I, I don't think know like it's a, it doesn't matter there, who just signed on with Bud Light I can't remember who it was um, Emmett Emmett did too did he. He's in that commercial. Oh, okay. Trying to take somebody oh, yeah. out with a can of yeah. beer. That's right. Yeah. I'm for sale. Who the crap are they throwing a beer to at a thousand miles an I hour? And why is Emmett throwing one? He should be rushing it. But you know, for all you know, so Taylor's is is catching a little bit of uh, of heat for that. Now, by the way, she was shown in the AFC Championship game a grand total of 44 seconds. Oh, Bobby. Okay. Bobby, freak out. The game was three hours and nine minutes long, which means she was shown. For 0.39% of the time, yeah. which is roughly the same screen time given to the concession stands as they do their one shots of B-roll as they're coming back from the game. Right. Are you upset with the Goodyear blimp on the flyovers? <laughs> like the, All this is, is is just people wanting to make this thing political. Like She's generated $330 million for the league this year. Yeah. They're going to show her. that. That's the reality. They are just going to show her. Oh, my gosh. We are going to get a Taylor flight tracker from Japan. We are going to yeah. get – we should get that. Who has the game? Is it CBS or Fox? CBS? CBS. CBS should have a swift flight tracker. Like, we try to track owners and free agent meetings of after her concert, getting on there, they should send someone to Japan to sit there and film her and just try to follow her as she gets on the bus and everything. I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd follow along. I, I, I would. Yeah. I would. I mean, and just, then her her arriving to the stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like following Michael Jordan the flu, like every single step and getting to the suite and she's oh my gosh, she's exhausted and fatigued. And she has like that pillow neck brace on while she's yeah. sitting in the suite. Hey, now that's, she just that's ran off the plane. That is unlikable. That I will stand on. The pillow hill. brace? That the pillow neck thing it, is very unlikable. Why? Is it comfortable? I've never worn I, one. I'm I would never wear it. Man up. Man up and sit there and get a neck cramp in a fifteen hour flight. Yeah, but we can we we don't sleep on flights. It's probably no, costing we us. Don't, we I don't. would love it to be prob- able to sleep on a plane. It probably is. It probably hey, is. Pay, you look like a neck pillow guy. You do. I, I have used one before. Yeah, you know, you're I, definitely I can't sleep a neck on planes, guys. Guy. I can't do it. I, I got to be able to lean a little bit to the left or yeah. right, or else I'll get, I'll get there, the cramp. You're, does you're, it help you? Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Travis Travis getting killed. And we don't know anything about him. You think a guy with that, with the brother with that beard and those eyebrows is, is yeah, come on now. Let's cross talk with the KMC Masterpiece next on Sean and RJ. Chaos already taking place in the crosstalk commercial break with Why? Kevin oh, no. Hagelin. I don't know. You, I got you and Choppy over here. <laughs> and then I got Basic with General Hospital. 
I just found out my kid had to be picked up from Mother's Day out because he has a fever. Mine oh, has Brandon one too. Not Noah. <laughs> Brandon being Mother's Day. Brandon out. with his new beard. Yeah, I don't like it. This kid has a beard. Is it a good? Is it a better beard than Peyton's? No, it's patchy. Uh, where's your beard, Peyton? It's right here. It's, I can't grow it. I can't believe his girlfriend like, like says. Oh. Shave your stash, man. Did she say it? No, no, she likes it. She loves it. She says, if anything, keep the stash. Really? She said, beard can go. She said, don't don't try and grow a beard. Too late for that. She said, stash, you, keep it. You, I think you need to go pencil thin on that thing. Yes. Like John Waters? Oh, yeah, that's dangerous, do though. I don't know. Thin, you get a lot of odd Ricky looks. Ricky Waters. Doing and that. he's moving in Friday. Tomorrow's the big day. Tonight's the last family dinner at the Russell Estates. The last supper. The last supper. Oh, no. <laughs> what, are you, what are you having? Are you... Are you doing a big formal Betrayal. thing? Uh, you know Betrayal. <laughs> Non and wine. I'm going to cook some fajitas. I got fajita meat. You're going to cook? Let somebody onions. else cook for you last night. No, there. I cook for myself. I Man. can't trust other people. You're cooking for your family? Mm-hmm. No, like just me. Gonna go I like the idea yeah. that Peyton cooks and then sits down at the table and he's like, what are you guys having? Yeah. And he just yeah. <laughs> food for just himself. Well, they eat at like 8 o'clock. I can't eat at 8. I go to bed at 9.30. Oh, I wow. thought you said it was a family supper, though. No, just my supper at my parents' house. They'll, they'll watch me, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> they'll watch we're, me. We're, we're not eating together. Have what? you, have you <laughs> thought at all about the amount after you leave how much your dad is going to walk around the house completely naked? All the time. You know, I haven't thought about that yet. Think but about it now. I, I'm sure he'll tell Just me all about it. Chuck. Flipping and flopping everywhere. And mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, That's I'll the get dream. you an update on like that. Dusty rooms. The dream is a naked room. So but- are your parents empty nesters after this? No, they saw my brother and his wife there. They moved there because they're waiting on their house to be built. So uh, they're, they're saving up money. But, yeah, it'll be uh, one less person. What, Mike? It's going to be a little awkward now, Chop. In an ideal world, <laughs> would you be fine with, like, your kids staying with you long, long time as they get older, or you want them out? Probably want them out. Okay. They start having their own rules, and they're like, I've lived on my own, own rules. And I'm like, well, you're living here, yeah. so no. You can have your own rules when you have your own place. I just had a whole nother kid to get around that experience. Yeah. So we just started over. Is, can Brandon come back and stay with you as long as he wants then? Sure. Yeah. But you can't just say he can just show up at, 2 a.m. and that's do true. whatever he wants in the house. That's like, true. no, that's not the case. This I is my that. house. I did that. I, I lived at home. I was like 27. I came home at all hours of the night. I would hope so. With people. I mean, sometimes it, it didn't oh, matter. Like, people. It just it, it doesn't matter. Friends. Just, yeah, friends. We were talking. You're about- bringing. Hold on. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. If 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 you will allow me. Sure. You were bringing women home at 27 or so to your parents' house to uh, smash? 27, not 27. I, I, was, I was in a relationship you, at 27. Before think, that, yeah. What do you think Peyton's doing? What do you think they've been doing? Both of them are moving out of their parents' house. They were alternating spending the night at the parents' house. Oh. So weird. Yeah. Is no, it? no deal. Yeah. Did you have to have a big conversation about, like, her sleeping in your room? Or did you have to get permission no, it, for I, that? I just, I just... I just did it. You did it. Yeah. You have to keep the I door open. I just said, open. hey, she's still, no, we, we closed both doors. Oh. <laughs> and her parents, did she have to get, like, special permission? No, they're fine. She's, she, you know, she's old. She's 24. You know, she's she's older, so she's fine. But still. She's an old lady. It's like <laughs> in the parents' house. She's a grown-up. You know, yeah. with a dude. If she's a grown-up, you can argue she should have been out of the house. I don't know. You're going to, you know, both of y'all should have got bent up out of there. We're and, trying. And you can't just do whatever you want, right? Mike. Oh, I can't. Look at this. Yeah, look at there that. you go. That'd be a mood killer. My brother-in-law moved back in with, turn on. with the parents oh. for <laughs> about four years while he was running his own company. 
and then like paid cash for a house in the M streets. And like, so well, that was the whole time he was like, here's my plan. Yeah. I will be out of that by this time. And I'll, so, but you know, just let me do my thing. For the record, I'm not against that plan. I just don't think I would want to be bringing people back there <laughs> yeah. and being like, what's up? And you would. Is your brother a international drug dealer? He just dropped like 350000 on somebody in cash? Like, I'd be a little bit worried about that. I guess it's not my home anymore. No, he was a home. So uh, he brings a briefcase of three hundred fifty. It's like straight dream. cash, homie. He was, They'll actually pay with cash cash when they, they, <laughs> they buy a house with cash. His business was uh, home insta- theater installations. And oh. like he had high end clients, like so he he did pretty well. What's yeah. coming up on the show? Oh man, my computer <laughs> just Pablo died on Escobar. me. Uh, guys, the World Cup is going to be here. Mm. Well, we don't know for sure yet. The World Cup's just get ready for it, everybody. And no Kevin, I'm going to no share chicks. the funniest moment in World Cup history. If you haven't seen this, oh. yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and it happened right here, so will we repeat that whenever that the goes The hand down? of God? Was it the hand of God? No, that's not a funny There's probably moment. a lot of people who didn't think yeah, that was of, funny. And then at 1120. Probably not. What is the objectively stupid thing that you've tried, that. but at least you learned a valuable lesson from? I got a great story for this. I, I, I can't believe I haven't shared this story before. The uh, two most shocking things from today's show, RJ told me that, and other people on the fan text, that 11-year-olds are a addicted to adult entertainment or watching a lot of it and that 16 year olds don't want to drive no 16 and 17 year olds or the numbers 25 percent of 16 year olds according to the federal highway whatever okay. are drive have their license this and only 45 percent of 17 year olds that i can back up because when brandon turned 16 he was like in no rush he didn't end up getting his license until he was closer to 17 why he, i he just like I think he liked the system the way it was, where he he would get nervous driving. Like when when we started learning how to drive, he, yeah, you could tell he would get nervous, and he drove like a grandma, yeah, which is good. I would definitely be nervous learning to drive in a city. I could oh, see yeah. that. Petrified. I, I, learned, I learned in the country, man. It was oh, yeah. simple. Yes, simple. Back roads. But, you know, I, I wonder. Like COVID probably stunted the social development of a lot of people. Yes. I, I you know, absolutely. Meaning you don't want to drive where you want. I well, mean, a sixteen-year-old is like a like a fourteen-year-old. And that was before. I think with Kevin, right. that was even before COVID. He kind of right. He was. Yeah, was, you he, could tell the writing had been on the wall for that for a couple of years. That he was like in no rush. Now, was that, that a benefit for you, cost-wise, or you were like, please take these keys so I don't have to arrange for where where and how you go? Uh, I kind of liked it just because it gave us more time to spend together. Oh. That's I awesome. did. That's oh. awesome. The, 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 what a true parent. Well, keep in mind he came from a broken home. So, yeah. ah. so he needed more. Yeah, the more time. Ah, okay. The Avery last night. So he just turned sixteen. He's driving, and he's kind of been a little apprehensive about the whole process of it. But it, you know, once he got his license, you could see the kid was just beaming, and he was like, "Can I go drive here? Can I go do this? Yeah, go ahead." Uh, last night we went to go pick up mom and Lucy from the airport. So we drive up George Bush, get on 30, go over the big, the big Mixmaster. And then, you know, when you get to the airport, it's just chaos. Like yeah. it's, it is a, oh yeah, it's wild west out there. And so he, he learned, like he was nervous. He was like, DFW Dad, you, or love? He said, Dad, will you drive home? It was DFW. DFW. He was like, will you please drive me home? Cause I, I don't want to, <laughs> that was, it was nighttime yeah. and everything, but you know, the experience has been fun. Like while Adrian was gone. He had a car. I gave him my car, and I took Adrian's car, and so he was able to get to track early in the morning, and I, I thought it was very beneficial. But, yeah, a lot of his friends are in the same place where either their parents are kind of like, hey, we don't know about when we can get you a car. Yeah. 
uh, or, you yeah. know, you, they're, they're kids that are just very nervous about the whole process. It just seems so different because I, I, where I grew up, like, and I know where you grew up too, like, there was no highways around. It, it was 30 minutes to get to a highway. And I remember the first time I got a high, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. What is going on here? Right. And like, yeah, but here it's, I mean, you can't, you can't go anywhere without getting on a highway. Yeah. Like anywhere. I don't even like merging now. It Dealing take, with mergers or merging. It takes longer to get to the highway a lot of times. And then it like, then it does for my highway trip to wherever I'm going. Cause what? it takes me about 20 minutes to get out of Plano to Dang, a highway. Man. Yeah. It's what? ridiculous. What is, what's your issue with merging? Do you you are full aware fully because aware that that ramp is to help you speed up so you can just get because into the flow I of don't whenever I'm approaching right me and someone else are approaching something at the same speed I'm not trusting that that person is aware or obeying the rules of the merge you know what I mean yeah. so you feel like you have to you have to obey it for them you have to I'm I'm, of- I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more hesitant I'm gonna you know I'm not gonna be like I have this merging green light here this is mine. No, uh, I just hate. And then when the you know when the, when the ramp runs out on you when you're merging on, and then it all of a sudden runs out on you, I hate that as well. So, back roads, man, country roads. Mike, did your kids care or did they not want to drive? No, they did. Um, Mary Grace got her license at 16. Um, maybe not the day. It wasn't the day of. It's a little bit different now when you can kind of get your driver's license. That's you have to true. sign up six months in advance or something. So. Uh, but yeah, my son's 15. He has his permit, and when he turns 16, uh, hopefully he'll get his driver's license ASAP and then be driving. So I don't have to do that mm. one-hour drive to Bishop Lynch and back. That's so amazing when the kids when the kids can drive themselves to practice. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And They're then and then, to get a license. and then all the people who said that. The adult entertainment. After we talked about the Panthers coach, yeah, that's the amount of shocking. people that were on the on the on the fan text. Choppy's kid told him, yeah, his friend. My eleven year old said a lot. He knows a lot of kids who are like addicted to porn. And I was like, are you said a lot of kids as in you? Uh, but <laughs> what was his answer to that? <laughs> he says, no, it's not me. I, it's not me. He goes, I've seen it, but it's not me. I, which whatever. I mean, what am I gonna do? Stop, you can't stop it. How are you gonna stop it? You can't Take away right? Their phone. Take their phone. Yeah, good luck. Then then you then you get a host of other issues. Right? Yeah, now you got to hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, Kevin, until they're 16. But uh, no, the biggest the biggest draw there is you want them to have their phone so you can avoid right. talking with the other part of the but broken family. The amount of people huh. here who are teachers I that did. texted in this morning that said oh, no. that their fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade oh, my students are talking to them about it. They are telling the teacher what they want to what they want to do to them or showing them. Oh my god. What, videos oh, in the God. classroom where they have found ways to bypass the what? school's firewall. Kids, 11-year-olds, can know how to bypass a firewall. That is, oh, my now God. Now you got this versus Bobby's homeschool, and I'm starting to think maybe, despite Bobby, maybe the homeschool is the best option. But, man, see, with, with this, you only got to worry about, like, five years. Bobby, his parents screwed him up the rest of his life. Yeah, well, I mean, like, parents. there is the parents. idea. They taught him how to of- talk fast. <laughs> The social part of things, I think, is what you benefit most from school. So if you're going to do the homeschool, make sure you're socializing. Take them to the dog park, kid park, uh, you know, as often as you can so they can socialize with other yeah, kids. Yeah, play with your dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. about the dogs. Kids. Yeah, take uh, them out there and let them. They, they need it. shocking information. Yeah, Isn't it? Is. Yeah. Yes. Scary, Did you man. go through your kids' stuff a lot? 
Uh, I can't wait to go through mine. No, <laughs> that's what gonna be you, my Friday night entertainment. What are the you problem hoping is, to is find? You have to find somebody who is up to date with all the firewalls Tricks. and everything that they can post that mm. you don't see by just looking at their phone. Yeah, but when when because if Julie, I go to your history and there's no history for the day before, you're guilty. So my wife yeah. asks her nurse practitioners that are in their twenties. Like, hey, show me how to look at this phone that where she would be putting stuff on Instagram that we can't see. And then they get really upset that then you figured out all the tricks that they know as teenagers. Who's better at it, you or Sue? Sue. Who was better? She's good at it? Well, she doesn't She doesn't know. She asks her nurse practitioners who are in their 20s oh. on how, do you, mm. how are you posting bad things that aren't <laughs> being seen by parents and stuff. Yeah, Where's a- her office again? Sounds fun. Adrian put an app on Avery's phone like bark? immediately. Bark? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she uses that and like. You can see their phone? She can see it, every text yeah. message he has, everything he typed into any search bar. Is that what the and- X had on yours? <laughs> no, that was different. Oh. Uh, but this is the bark. Oh, no. No, no. Bark will. Uh, they have other apps too. Like they don't alert you for bullying. Like if there's a if somebody texts something, oh, yeah. if somebody oh. texts, they, they, they have words. They have oh, trigger words, neat. clue words. So yeah. if it's like that's good. If there's a word, if, if even they text the word like suicide or something like that, you will get an alert wow. that says that your child is talking about this. Then you go in and look, and it'll show. It, it's good. I mean, you, you have to have it. What an educational crosstalk we this did it. was. That was that was great. Yes, thank good you. Good job, Sean. You're yeah, welcome, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, see what happens when you guys don't. Uh, Take your comp days, and you're back in here all together. We had a really good <laughs> crossover. Oh, yeah. We, yeah did. we did. It was we did. better yesterday without yeah, Kevin. We made Wait, fun of Kevin no, the whole time. I was here yesterday. Oh, day without the KMC masterpiece. <laughs> Don't worry about that, Mike. It's next on The Fan. <laughs>